Good morning, everybody. Welcome to your D1 Team 5 for Friday, August 28th. My name is Anthony Grassi, and let's jump right into the most important things you need to know from in and around college athletics in five minutes or less. We start the same way we did yesterday with notes around social justice. Texas football did not end up practicing yesterday as the program stopped to, quote, discuss social issues together. The expectations at this point are that the team will resume practicing this weekend. Baylor football made the same decision as student-athletes marched on campus, as did Mississippi State football as it marched through the streets of Starkville. Seven MLB games yesterday ended up being postponed, including the Mets and Marlins, who took the field, held a 42-second moment of silence, and then walked off. A strong statement by the WNBA as it postponed another night of games and all teams stood together in solidarity in Bradenton. NHL players remaining in the Western Conference bubble in Edmonton held a joint press conference after deciding not to play Thursday and Friday. Black employees at Nike are not working for the rest of the week as a protest against racially motivated killings in America, according to Complex. Former Michigan State Athletic Director Mark Hollis chats with the Lansing State Journal's Graham Couch on a handful of pressing issues around college athletics. Of note, quote, Everything in history and everything in life needs a check and balance. And one of the things that I was concerned about was the rise in cost in college athletics and the ability to sustain that going forward. I think COVID, as tragic as this pandemic is, it does give an opportunity for those in college athletics to reassess what does that balance look like. And when I say balance, I mean for everybody, for the fans, for faculty, for student athletes, for coaches, for administrators, for TV, for scheduling. It's one of the most passionate sports out there because of the loyalty the fan base has for the universities and for the colleges. And all that needs to be put on the table and discussed. On basketball, quote, my theory in college basketball is when you take a bubble like what the NBA has and you try to adapt that to the college game, if you focus on the game, it's going to have a very professional twinge to it. You instead focus on a meaningful academic bubble of which games can be played in. And what I mean by that is creating a space for student athletes to learn, to have presenters, to have faculty from a variety of campuses and really focus on, okay, this academic year, they're going to get just an amazing educational experience. And then while they're doing that within that bubble, have an opportunity to play games. But the games become secondary in my opinion. That would be a better launching pad for any consideration of a bubble. And I happen to think Detroit would be an amazing place for that to happen. According to The Athletic, the NCAA Men's Basketball Oversight Committee is considering November 25th or December 4th as the two start dates for the season, with the earlier option, the preference. According to sources, one idea being considered is to play league games first, cramming as many into the holiday break as possible, then finish with drivable non-conference contests. Might the Pac-12 reverse its decision to delay hoops until January? Per CBS's Matt Norlander, it could happen if the league's medical advisory board revisits the idea and updates its recommendations to allow for winter sports competition and the NCAA stakeholders formally voting for a November or December start date. According to one source, quote, everyone can see what happened with the decision, and now it's how can we save a little face. In return to action notes, Auburn canceled football practice for the second straight day on Thursday, reportedly due to positive tests. Clemson will allow 19,000 fans per football game in Memorial Stadium. Liberty will only allow 1,000 fans at Williams Stadium to start the season due to Virginia's Phase 3 guidelines, which call for a max of 1,000 people for outdoor events. Our condolences to the Wildcat family as the former Arizona head men's basketball coach Lute Olson passed away at the age of 85. Arizona President Robert Robbins saying, quote, Lute Olson was so much more than a basketball coach. He was an educator, a motivator, a husband, a father, a grandfather, and a friend to so many. He was a true leader in every sense of the word and displayed such integrity and passion in every endeavor. Sports Illustrated's Pat Forty on LSU head men's basketball coach Will Wade, quote, 
How much more of this swirling tempest can the coach and the school withstand? Despite producing more than half a dozen very problematic headlines in approximately 22 months, Will Wade remains the basketball coach at LSU. He's like a battered South Louisiana shack that somehow keeps surviving every storm pouring in off the Gulf of Mexico. Except, Wade is his own storm creator. Forty observes how three different LSU administrators seem to think Wade will keep his job, while a trio of NCAA infractions experts think, quote, the fire is coming for the coach and the school. Notable sports attorney Darren Heidner observes for Above the Law that Under Armour's biggest issue in UCLA's lawsuit against the company is that it may be bound by the specific language that it agreed to within the UCLA agreement. With Heidner adding, quote, in this instance, it would be Under Armour tasked with the burden of showing that its own performance under the agreement, mainly providing competition to UCLA, was rendered impossible or impractical. With a market cap of over $4.3 billion and continuing contractual relationships with other athletic departments, including Auburn and South Carolina, that would seem to be a tough argument for Under Armour to make. And that is all for your D1T and 5 for Friday morning, August 28th. Be sure to check your inbox for more updates on what is going on around the nation in and around college athletics. If you are not currently subscribed to D1T and 5, be sure to subscribe wherever you're listening. My name is Anthony Grassi, and we will see you next time.